0: Wednesday, everybody. How's it going? Uh, boy, we got lots coming up on the show today. I just teed it all up with Jeff Courier at the end of his show, but I did not get a chance to tell you something that I'm very excited about. Coming up after the news at 2.30, a listener will join me in studio. And this listener sent me an email. And I want to read some of the email, and we'll have that listener in studio after the news at 2.30. Her name is Bonnie Sickot, and, well, you know what, Let me read. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole inter- uh, whole email, it's quite long, but I will read uh, the important parts, and then I'll, uh, like I said, chat with her in studio here after the news at 2.30. Here's what Bonnie sent me, so this is why it's important for you to send me emails and call up when I'm on the air, 204-780-6868, you may get a chance to come in studio and actually make your pitch. Give us your argument. Bonnie wrote, Dear Hal, We seniors need your help. We're left on the back burner by the provincial and federal governments. Most of us are living alone on incomes of $800 to $900 a month. Everything's going up, but pensions, oh no, our pensions, they are staying the same. Seniors' apartments are 1200 to $1,400 a month for a decent place. Most women stayed home to raise a family. At my age of 72, I had to get a job to make ends meet. They cut my pension because they said I made too much money. Give me a break. Government gives tax breaks. Big deal. It doesn't help with the monthly bills. It's a shame the way seniors are treated. Could you please bring this issue up to our government officials? We would at least be one step closer to a better life. Please help. And that, again, is from uh, CGOB listener, Bonnie Sickott. Bonnie will join us after 2.30. I do agree with Bonnie that this is an issue we don't talk enough about. We talk about a lot of different issues, but I really do think in in many ways, and one of the examples that Bonnie made in, in her email uh, is that, um, you know, they'll spend millions of dollars on this park or, you know, uh, on millions of dollars on something else, and yet seniors you know, are are sort of left in many ways to kind of fend for themselves. And listen, this isn't just about, uh, you know, seniors. This is about our moms and our dads, right? Uh, it's about our grandparents. So I think it's an important issue. I got the email. It moved me to uh, reply to Bonnie and ask her to come in, and she has agreed to come in. So on the show today, after the news at 2.30 Uh, listener Bonnie Sickcott, and we'll talk about her email. And if you want to weigh in then, great, 204-780-6868, hal at cjob.com, or you can do it now if you want. Get in with it early, 204-780-6868, hal at cjob.com. We're going to take a break in a bit. When we come back, we'll talk about Brian Bowman's motion today on the Alex Forrest situation, uh, his salary, and we'll talk about that. So that's coming up after our first break. After the news at 1.30, Patty Goodine is a teacher at Dauphin Regional Comprehensive Secondary School. She's also the chair of the school's attendance project. And basically, if the kids have good attendance, they have a chance to win some pretty nice prizes. Maybe a vehicle. They just gave away an avalanche. Now, it's 2004, you know, it's... 14, 15 years old, but that's still pretty nice, and uh, they've got another vehicle that they're going to, I think it's a Jeep Cherokee, anyhow, I'll play the whole interview for you with uh, Patty, and then uh, I'll get you to weigh in. Uh, Jeff Career and I were just talking about this, and we talked about it in the newsroom this morning at the meeting, and uh, basically they want kids to hit 90% attendance, which, when you think about it, you know, they could take a day off every couple of weeks, and they'd still be at 90%, so... I asked Patty, and you'll hear her answer. Why not go for perfect attendance? Right, if you're giving away vehicles and iPads and all kinds of great prizes, why not? You'll hear Patty's explanation. I'm not sure it's going to be good enough for uh, some of you, but we'll do that after the news at 1:30. Around 1:45, big day for a lot of uh, uh, people. TEDx Winnipeg is on today, and I wanted to play a couple of minutes from a couple of interviews I did recently with two people that we'll be giving. Uh, TEDx Talks today in Winnipeg, Sparsh Agrawal and Amy Cron. Amy makes spoons, beautiful, carves beautiful spoons. And Sparsh, he is a grade nine student at Acadia, and he has uh, basically come up with a way for you to invest your money by looking at ants. And then, of course, Carolyn Klassen, who will be here tomorrow, our regular Thursday guest from 2.30 to 3. She is going to be giving a TEDx Winnipeg Talk today. So we'll talk a bit about that at around one forty-five, quarter to two. Winning at two o'clock, right off the news. Tough trivia. Santa Lucia Pizza for Red River X gate admissions. The X begins on Friday, and I will be doing the show, this show, at the X a week from Friday. That's the twenty-second. If you want to swing by and say hi, I will be very visible at the Red River X. And uh, the World Cup. We found out that North America, Canada. The U.S. and Mexico will host the 2026 World Cup. The World Cup is about to get going, uh, I think, tomorrow. And uh, I want to play uh, a bit of an interview with Hector Reguera and also Austin Saragusa. Global News reporter Austin Saragusa. wonder who he's cheering for in the World Cup. <laughs> will be uh, joining us at around 2.45. So we're going to talk to Austin. He's putting a World Cup story together for global news television tonight at six o'clock. I already mentioned Bonnie, uh, Sitchat, this listener of ours at about two 30. And, uh, I want to play some of the funny lines from late night TV after the Trump Kim uh, summit in Singapore. And we'll update you on that. And then a bunch of other stuff coming up as well. Uh, here's a good question to start the show with other than our question of the day at CJOB.com. And I'll mention that too, in a second. Um, What are you most afraid of? What are you most afraid of? I've got a list here. They talked to a couple thousand, I think it was 2,000 people. And I've got a list of what people are afraid of. What are you most afraid of? 204-780-6868. Hal at CJOB.com. I'll give you that list in a bit. And when we come back, we'll talk Bowman and Forrest and uh, for salary, okay, that's coming up here. Hal Anderson, Afternoons on CJOB.
1: I'd like it scrapped, and I'd like it scrapped as soon as possible.
0: That is Mayor Bowman several months ago on the issue of what the Firefighters Union president makes. Here's the story. Let me take you back, okay? That, But that's what Bowman, Mayor Brian Bowman, said then. The salary of Winnipeg's Firefighters Union president uh, may be changing the way it's funded by the city. Here's what happened today. Unlike other unions that must fully reimburse their president's pay and benefits, taxpayers have been on the hook for 60% of the UFFW president Alec Forrest's salary since 2014. That was when we found that out. That was a story and and Bowman didn't like it as you heard in in that clip. Well, uh, today, Executive Policy Committee, this is Bowman's inner circle, voted in favor of changing the way Forest is paid. The motion was put forward by Bowman. It allows the city and union to work on a better deal for taxpayers by committing them to an agreement for reimbursement of costs. Now before I play a couple of minutes from Mayor Bowman today, uh, this is Alex Forrest. Several months ago, here on CJOB, talking about how his salary gets paid.
2: I receive a captain's wage, which is approximately hundred seventeen hundred twenty thousand day's salary. And I also have a union salary.
0: Basically, you and I pay 60% of his salary. And we've been doing that since 2014. Now, at the time when this story uh, first came up, Global talked to a lawyer by the name of Howard Levitt. Here is what the lawyer said about this.
3: Either both parties agree to renegotiate or they keep the contract, or one party says, I don't care about this contract anymore. I'm going to breach it, but that's the worst possible situation because then they're going to get sued for all the damages.
0: All right, so Bowman today put on the table this motion. EPC has said yes to it, and now all of counsel will vote on this motion to look at the salary of Alex Forrest. Here is uh, some more of what Bowman
1: had to say on this today. As you know, the city of Winnipeg negotiated a, a new collective agreement with UFFW, which was ratified and was unanimously supported by council at the April 2017 council meeting. Uh, I was very proud to support that collective agreement. I think it's a good collective agreement for both our valued uh, employees and members of UFFW, as well as for taxpayers. Uh, as Mayor, the that agreement has come forward uh, for my signature and in preparation to sign the agreement, uh, I've taken time to review it and in the course of my review I noticed the material presented to Council in April of 2017 didn't identify the existence of an updated letter of understanding number 20, Union President Leave which commits each party anew to come to an agreement regarding the union president's leave and reimbursement of costs to taxpayers. So as such, I'm not prepared to sign the agreement until Council has not only reviewed the updated letter of understanding number 20, but is also given, and this is the key point for me, is also given an opportunity to provide direction to the public service on how it'll be implemented. On this point, I want to be, uh, be very, very clear. I'm not seeking to amend the collective agreement nor am I seeking to revisit the collective agreement. I I will be signing the collective agreement as negotiated by the City of Winnipeg and UFFW and voted on and ratified by Council including myself in 2017. However, before I sign and execute the agreement, I want Council to have an opportunity to provide the public service with direction on how they'll implement the updated Letter of Understanding Number 20, Union President's Leave. Uh, the updated letter of understanding number 20, as fully executed by the current president of UFFW, it presents an opportunity for the public service and for UFFW to arrive at an agreement representing a better deal for taxpayers by recommitting them to come to an agreement regarding the union president's leave and reimbursement of costs. Uh, I believe it's in the best interest of both parties that direction be provided by Counsel to the public service on how to proceed with discussions pursuant to the updated letter of understanding number 20 uh, prior to me executing the collective agreement on behalf of Council. Uh, after Council has provided direction, uh, I am prepared to sign and formally execute the agreement as voted on by Council in 2017. And I remain of the opinion that UFFW, like other, uh, every other union, should reimburse taxpayers 100% of their union president's salary and benefit costs and that council direction should be provided to the public service in this regard prior to any discussion being undertaken between the public service and UFFW. Uh, Finally, I just want to emphasize that having this discussion shouldn't represent nor should it be construed as representing a lack of support or appreciation on the part of council for the committed and the valuable work of each and every single member of the Winnipeg Uh, uh, members of UFFW, as well as our broader um, fire and paramedic service uh, team. Uh, I can assure all of you that uh, support is certainly not in question for me.
0: All right, Mayor Bowman today. Now, Forrest, when this story first popped up, said, yeah, I'm willing to renegotiate who pays my salary, but he said not until he won't go back to the bargaining table until his contract expires in 2020." All right, so we'll see what happens with that. All of council will vote on it after EPC uh, approving the uh, mayor's motion today. Um, by the way, today is, I mean, I always want to do this earlier in the show and I forget. Because uh, if I do it at the end of the show, the day is almost done. Makes no sense. Uh, as you know, I like uh, these uh, day things. It's Brain Injury Awareness Day. That's an important one. Brain Injury Awareness Day. And by the way, it's Brain Injury Awareness Month, all the month of June. But it's Awareness Day today. It's Kitchen Klutzes Day. Oh, yes, you can can count me among the uh, kitchen klutzes, that's for sure. Um, Weed Your Garden Day today. Random Acts of Light. Roller Coaster Day Today, and Sewing Machine Day today. There you go. That's what today is. I told you I'd have a list of uh, what people are afraid of. I was wrong. I said they talked to 2,000 people. They actually talked to 1,127 adults. And here's what uh, people are afraid of. And then you can weigh in on this, too, and let me know what you're afraid of. 204-780-6868. Hal at CJOB.com. Uh, 33% are most afraid of natural disasters. Yeah. You see the volcano erupting and, you know, some of this crazy stuff. that. And really when you think about it, I mean, we, we certainly have had big twisters around here. But other than twisters and blizzards, we get off pretty easy, I think. But natural disasters, 33% of people, that is what they are most afraid of. Uh, people... Most afraid of terrorist attacks. 15% of people, most afraid afraid of terrorist attacks. 8% are afraid of cyber attacks now. I hear some of these people that, you know, their stuff gets stolen and then basically you got to pay a ransom to get it back. That's crazy. Uh, 8% of people are afraid of, most afraid of cyber attacks. 5% are most afraid of environmental disasters percent. And disease outbreaks, 13 percent. 13 percent of those 1,127 adults most afraid of disease outbreaks. What are you most afraid of? 204-780-6868, hal at cjob.com. All right, so we can uh, talk about that. Uh, a little later on, we'll go into this. You know how you play music for uh, the unborn baby? You know, when the baby's in the womb, they say that's a good idea to to play music. We'll go into this more later, but apparently babies prefer Mozart over Adele. <laughs> Not sure why or or how they know that, but that's uh, a study that we may get to today. Uh, apparently, we're eating a lot of unhealthy food at work. We'll talk about that later if we have time. Here's one that may not surprise you, or maybe it will, I don't know. New study says, here's the headline, young people are getting dumber. Is that true? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep quiet on that one. The keys to happiness. All right, we'll talk about what makes you happy. Apparently more sex is on the list, which is kind of interesting. Kevin Spacey's got a movie coming out in July. So that's interesting that he's kind of uh, back on the scene. Oh, Donald Trump has responded to Robert De Niro's uh, jab at the Tony Awards, you know, when Bob got up there and he went, F-bomb Trump. Well, Trump has fired back now. Tell you about that. Uh, Star has gone vegetarian after reading about animal abuse. These are just some things we may get to today as we... Uh, or just about out of time this uh, half hour. Oh, what does God look like? They actually talk to people and they have come up with the face of God. I don't know if you've seen this on social media or not, but they've taken everybody's thoughts on this and they have come up with what they think, based on all the comments they got, what God looks like. Social media, interesting stuff. All right, we've got a break here. News at one30 Coming right up, and then I'm going to play for you this interview I did this morning with this teacher up in Dauphin. They're giving away vehicles and stuff to students who show up and just for showing up in class. Details on the way. Thank you very much, TFJ. Appreciate it. All right, uh, going to get to that interview, Patty Godine, from Dauphin in just a second. Just got a text message. Lights are out. At Smith and Broadway, police on the scene there directing traffic. So lights out at Smith and Broadway. As you just heard in the news and you've been hearing in the news today, uh, up at Dauphin Regional Comprehensive Secondary School, they have an attendance project. Basically, kids with good attendance win prizes, maybe even a vehicle. And I talked this morning with Patty Goodine. She is a teacher and happens to be the chair of the attendance project up there at the school in Dauphin. Take a listen and then we'll talk about it. Tell me about your attendance project there at Dauphin Regional.
4: Well, we have an attendance incentive program that we started about four years ago. We started by giving monthly uh, prizes for excellent attendance and um, at the end of that year, four years ago, um, one of our secretaries donated her BMW uh, convertible for, um, for an attendance prize. And we just kept it going from there. So what, uh, what we require from the students is that they have at least a week perfect attendance. For every week of perfect attendance, their name goes into a, a draw. And at the end of the year, if they have maintained at least a 90% attendance, um, then their name stays in the draw. And it could be there multiple times, depending on how many weeks they had of perfect attendance. And, but in the meantime, uh, just to keep it more, you know, reachable or attainable for all, we do uh, perfect attendance Every month we do draws for um, pretty amazing gifts that are uh, donated by our community businesses like GoPros and iPads and lots of gift certificates and and things like that. And so for the last few years, um, at the end of the year, we've had uh, dealerships donating vehicles. Um, Twin Motors has donated for the last two years. Um, This year they donated a... um, 2004 Chevy Avalanche and we gave that away on Friday during our um, celebration of learning uh, where we um, acknowledge all the wonderful things that our students do here at the school.
0: And I understand that once vehicles got involved, people noticed this contest of yours a lot more. It got a lot of traction.
4: Yeah, in our school and community for sure, yeah. Um, I mean, we've had uh, improvements in attendance because of it and we've had you know, our community members, car dealerships wanting to be a part of this because they all recognize the importance of attendance. And our motto is, if you are here, we can build relationships. And that's what our um, our uh, goal, ultimate goal is to help students um, be successful to graduate and just to hopefully create a brighter future.
0: And obviously attendance was an issue, right? That's why you started this.
4: Well, we we have um lots of issues with, you know, students from one spectrum um to the other. We have you know, we just like any other school, we deal with um poverty and homelessness, mental health mental health issues it's on the rise everywhere. Um but then we also have our high achievers, um, who also you know need to be acknowledged as well so uh you know we if we have all kinds of supports for our students here at the school we have a wonderful programs and um this is just an, another exciting little you know thing we can offer our students to, to try to make a difference and to to you know make come to school that much more exciting
0: well, it got our attention um, down here at CGOB in Winnipeg, that's for sure. I'm curious to know why you don't go for perfect attendance, though, because 90% attendance, a kid could still skip a day every couple of weeks and have 90% attendance. Was the problem really bad there?
4: Um, well, no, I mean, I don't think it's any worse than any other school, but we just, well, we just want to make sure that our students are successful and um, – you know, uh, we do uh, ask for perfect attendance monthly in order to to receive uh, any of the gifts that we give out for our monthly attendance it has to be perfect attendance that's no lights or no absences. But to you know to make sure that the students are, are not going to give up, uh, we make it um, just we, we make it more ach- something that they can achieve It's not um, you know unrealistic. The goal and uh you know this year we've had five perfect attenders you know for the whole year um it's a lot to ask a student to be uh, to have perfect attendance for the whole entire year but not for the month or a week um you know so once they see that they can achieve perfect attendance for a week well then that gives some hope that okay now Matt, maybe i can do this for a month or maybe then I can do it for two or three months or whatever. But you know, there's so many things that life you know, when life gets in the way, right? Um could be because of a medical or whatever whatever the situation and um some of our students just struggle to survive. So, you know, and getting to school for some of them is not the priority, but if something like this is gonna help them, that's great. Um so, you know, it's 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 just a a realistic goal that we set um and and it's something that you know the the students won't give up on if they miss a day or a period or are late once they can still achieve um you know the ultimate prize that we have which is a, a vehicle
0: yeah gotcha and so there's a vehicle up for grabs right now as well eh?
4: Well, we just gave give our vehicle away uh, for this year, but we do have another vehicle um, that's uh, secured for next year, and we're hoping that, um, well, this come from uh, the one that we had last year and the year before is from Twin Motors of Dolphin. The they wanted to be on board for this, but we had another one approach us before we had confirmed anything with this. With them, um, Kelleher Ford has offered us an um, and um, Grand Cherokee Jeep, um, and we can say no, of course. Uh, but um, Twin Motors will be involved in some way, shape, or form. And the following year, he made us uh, promise that he could—they could be the the dealers who who give away the car or, or truck or whatever you call. Uh, so you know they're they're really um, on board with this, and they all see the value in uh, promoting attendance and getting our students here and and making them
0: successful because
4: they are our future.
0: Patty, thanks for telling us about it. Appreciate it. You're welcome. That is uh, Patty Goodine. She is a teacher up in Dauphin at the Regional Comprehensive Secondary School. She's also the chair of their attendance project. So basically, you know, kids, uh, as she explained, they have to have perfect attendance in order to be in for the monthly prizes, like, say, an iPad. But if they want a chance at the vehicle, 90% attendance. And here's my only question about this. And I I have a feeling you may want to talk about this today. I don't know. I'm thinking you might want to. 204-780-6868. Hal at CJOB.com. So grab a line right now. As she was talking, and I did that interview this morning. As she was talking, I'm thinking... Well, why wouldn't you make it 100% attendance to win the vehicle? That's the big prize. And then maybe go, I, I don't know, I, I think it should be 100% attendance. She said they have five students that are at 100% attendance. Why not honor one of those five students as opposed to having most of your, and I understand you're, you you want to get them involved, and if somebody has a sick day, then they're out. But life's tough right? Are we, are we, is this another example of being too easy? You know, I'm going to sound like my dad here, but really, I really, you mean to tell me just to get you to go to school, I got to give you an iPad or a vehicle. Tell with that. That's my impersonation of my dad, by the way, and probably a lot of your dads, right? I think it's great they want to get the kids to school, and I'm glad the kids are excited about it. And I love the fact that businesses in the community are getting involved and being a part of it, right? That's the that's the good part here. I'm just a little iffy on the 90%. I think it should be 100%. Make it tough. Life is tough. Come on. Or am I out to lunch? Do I have a point or am out to lunch? Two o four seven eighty. 6868, Hal at CJOB.com. And then, you know, some of what she was saying, you know, well, we want 90% because we want to give them hope. We don't want them to have, you know, one day where something came up, they miss a day, and then they're out. Giving away a Jeep Cherokee. That's their next vehicle. They just gave away an avalanche, and then they've got monthly prizes of iPads and things like that. So what do you think? You like the idea. I like the idea. I just think why shoot for 90%? Let's shoot for 100%. Maybe you'd get maybe you would get a lot more kids showing up 100% of the time. Why are we why are we we why are we rewarding average? I don't understand that. Cuz I'll tell you what, I I was better than 90% when I went to school. I mean, I had sick days and stuff, but not that many. 90% doesn't seem good enough as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, times are different. Maybe I'm just an old guy acting like an old guy. I don't know. What do you think? 204-780-6868. Hal at CJOB.com. Before we take a break, let's take a couple of uh, phone calls on this. And by the way, I'm getting some text messages as well. Here's one, you just read my mind, Hal, just for showing up. Somebody else coddling, one, one word, coddling. Lindsay's on the phone. Lindsay, what do you think of this uh, attendance project up in Dauphin?
5: I think it should be what you say.
0: <laughs> yeah. No kidding, eh? Yeah, I mean, if you got a chance to win a vehicle, come on. 90% attendance would be like you miss a day every couple of weeks.
5: Yeah, I had great attendance, and I never got a vehicle. I just got... Uh pat on the back.
0: Right. <laughs> a- a- attendance, that should be a given. They should be going to school. That's, that's, you know, it's about going to school and succeeding. It's not just about go going. I mean, no. going is, that's, yes, you should be there every day. Y- you're expected to be there. And that was
5: a given. And for them to say, well, you know, sort of show up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Lindsay. I appreciate the call. PJ just sent this text in. Hal, you make some very good points. Not out to lunch. 204-780-6868. And Lise is on the phone. Hi, Lise.
4: Oh, hi. Hi. Um, I was just uh, thinking that's a nice incentive, you know, and 90% is okay to get an entry, but how about having everybody who gets 100% attendance get a second entry, and everyone who gets 100% 100 attendance could also get a prize, do you think that would be fair?
0: Yeah. I, I like I just don't think we're rewarding hundred percent attendance enough. I think we're we're letting them off easy, kind of.
4: Yeah. If they do reach hundred uh, percent, then they get something, something nice, you know, like an I- iPad.
0: Yeah. No, I I think there need to be some. T- Listen, I'm not telling them how to do this. This is their thing, and as I said, I like no, the nice I idea. like I, I like the fact that they've got kids coming to school and excited, and the communities involved in businesses and all that kind of stuff. But I I think you're right. It it needs some tweaks, Lee's. I I would agree with you. Okay. Well, yeah, thanks for thanks. listening. No, thank you for and I calling. Appreciate your program. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, boy, text messages pouring in here now. Let me, uh, I'll tell you what, let me gather the text messages on this. We'll take a break, talk about it when we come back. 147, Hal Anderson on CJOB. All right, I've kind of organized the uh, text messages, but now we've got more callers. So let's take the calls, and then we'll get to the text messages on this when we can. Dredge Dave is on the phone, 204-780-6868. Yes, Dave, you'll have some common sense on this.
2: Hey, Hal, how, how you doing? Good. You know, 100, it should be 100%. That it should be 100%. And by the way, I found us a dredge in BC, <laughs> but I need your credit card number.
0: <laughs> now, let me just, I've said this story before. When I was doing my weekend show, very soon after I started doing my weekend show here at CGOV, Dave phoned up and said, Hal, they need to start dredging the river. And then soon he after is. that, they started dredging the river. And so we call him Dredge Dave now. So how much is this dredge going to cost me, by the way?
2: Uh, about forty. 40- Five million dollars <laughs> by the time we get it to Winnipeg yeah exactly I, <laughs> so I, I, uh... gotta tell you another i've got to tell you another quick story about being um, this is the, the truth about uh, uh discipline. I went to Westview School in Transcona and i I became a patrol, then I became a captain, then I became a lieutenant and I only went to grade six and then one i was go i went home after school and there's a police car sitting on my mom's and dad's driveway. So I would go in the house and my mom's there and she's kind of laughing and crying because I was so faithful on time. I won, I don't know if you won it, but they took me all the way to Ottawa. They bought us blazers. I still have the badges and they took us for a whole week (laughs) right to Ottawa, the, the city Winnipeg Police Department. right, And there were different divisions, and and they took us there. My mom was freaking. When I got on that train. I mean, she was just
0: yeah. going crazy. I, and, and listen, I don't think there's anything wrong, Dave, with having incentive. I kind of like this attendance project up in Dauphin. I just I think I would tweak it a bit. I, I think it's got to be better than 90% to get in to win the vehicle. But listen, Dave, I've got other people waiting. We'll talk again soon. That's Dredge Dave there. Uh, Marlene is on the phone. Marlene, what do you think of this uh, attendance project up in Dauphin?
4: Well, I just want to point out that I think the um, students need to have that incentive. If you made it 100% and they miss a day because they're sick, we all know life happens. And they're just, oh, forget about that. I think the teachers are making it a balance. We have to remember that those children only get their name in if they have a full five-day week of full attendance. But to keep their name in the draw, you have to have 90%. So I understand the balance that the teachers are creating mm-hmm. here.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's that my, my pro- maybe maybe that's my problem. I'm I'm not balanced enough, which I've been accused of. Uh Many times Uh, Thanks for the call uh, Marlene Before I go to Karen On the phone Daryl sent this in Sort of a similar comment To what we just heard Hal What if a student Really wants that car And they come every day Even if they are very sick And it turns out They have some Life-threatening disease Don't see a doctor So they can win the car Well I think that's A little bit of an exaggeration But you make your point Daryl And that's the same one We just heard from Marlene And I think we've got Just enough time To get Karen on this Hi Karen Hi Hi
4: Hi, I'm agreeing with the last two callers. Okay. I think 90% is fair because I think if they have a cold or something, a bad cold, and they come to school, they're just spreading it. So you don't want them there spreading it. They should be staying home if they're
0: sick. But then that's when the parent goes, I know you want to win the car, but you can't win the car. You're sick. you got to stay at home. Maybe I'm being unreasonable. I just I just think we should expect more from our kids. I, I think we just sometimes make things too easy. But may, maybe I'm being uh, too much on this. I don't know. Yeah,
4: when we were kids. I think there's a lot more stressors on kids now. And oh, I think you sure. know they may, they may just need a mental
0: health day. Yeah. No, you make a good point. All right, Karen, thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. We're going to get the news on for you here in a few minutes. Two o'clock news. I'll read these text messages, I promise. Thank you for all the text messages on this, by the way. 204-780-6868. And uh, Tough Trivia is on the way after the news as well. Your chance to win on Hal Anderson Afternoons.
4: We just want to make sure that our students are successful. And, um, you know, uh, we do uh, ask for perfect attendance monthly in order to to receive uh, any of the gifts that we give out for our monthly attendance it has to be perfect attendance That's no late or no accesses.
0: That is Patty Goodine, teacher up at Dauphin Regional Comprehensive Secondary School. She's also the chair of their attendance project. This is where kids uh, get prizes, all the way up to vehicles. They just gave away a 2004 Avalanche. They've got a Jeep Cherokee coming up uh, to give away. And then they have monthly prizes, smaller monthly prizes. And the discussion is... Is 90% attendance good enough for them to be in the draw for the vehicle? Now, for smaller prizes, they do have to have monthly perfect attendance. But in order to be in for the vehicle, 90% is good enough. And I like the idea of using incentives like prizes, but should we not be aiming a little higher? Should we not be trying to get more out of kids? Now, most of you are agreeing with me. Some of you are not. Here's a couple that don't agree with me. Hal, you're out to lunch. Point is to get kids to attend school on a regular basis. Yes, I understand that. Thank you. And Hal, call me old school, but I don't agree with the concept at all. I think it just reinforces the what's in it for me attitude. And then some others uh, that either love the idea or are with me and think it maybe needs to be tweaked a bit. Uh, Rob says Hal can't agree more. When they are in the workforce, they aren't going to get a vehicle for showing up every day. No, just show up and you'll win a vehicle. But come on, let's you know, let's raise the bar a little bit here. I understand we want to include kids, and but come on. Uh, oh, somebody, uh, somebody s- sent in a text, and I I understand the point completely. Uh, Let me just find it here. They said, Hal, you're great, but don't forget a few years back how much time you missed. Loyal CGOB listener Dave. And here's what I said. Yeah, but then I just don't win the truck. Trust me. When I was out for a couple months with back and all that kind of stuff, the last thing on my mind was winning a truck. And life sucks. And we got to teach our kids that, too. That sometimes you miss out on things. Right, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too tough. Geez, usually I'm the compassionate one here, and uh, and uh, everybody else is tough. Maybe I'm be- maybe I am being too tough. Uh, here's another one. If you want it to change it a bit, Hal, how about 100% attendance? Uh, children with 100% attendance, students that go 100% get more ballots for the vehicle. Yeah, maybe that's the tweak it needs. I don't know. Uh, another one here, I think it's a bit much, maybe the students who have 90% attendance get to go on a camping or canoe trip at the end of the year. Yeah. You're all kind of, you know, you all get something, but you don't get the vehicle again. Listen, i I'm sure the teachers it's, it's working in Dauphin. I get it. I love it. Uh, and here we are, you know, critiquing, I'm sure they've thought all this through, but you know, I appreciate the text messages. So let's read them here before we do some winning. Uh, Another one here, Hal, I think you're right on the 100% attendance. I run a construction company with two crews. Some of the kids I hire uh, take days off because they're tired. Sure not like the good old days. No, and there are some things that are better. There are some things about the good old days that weren't all that good. But I do think we maybe set the bar a bit low sometimes. Another one, I think it's a bit much, Hal, but maybe the students who have not, oh, I already read that one, the canoe trip, sorry. Sorry. A message for Hal, 100% attendance, however, you should not get recognition for being a wallflower. There should also be a balance of attendance and work achieved. Average marks should also be at least 80% to win the car. Yeah, right? Be there, but then also be good. Boy, pretty soon they're going to have all kinds of contests and it's going to be crazy at school. Hal, one ballot at 90 and an extra ballot for each percentage above level uh, would maybe level the playing field. And then last one here, there are more coming in now, but I want to get on to the winning here. Uh, fast Teddy, I don't know if you're calling me Teddy or what. Fast Teddy, unrealistic, that does not happen in the world of work. The reward for showing up is not getting canned. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you know what? Show up every day and I won't fire you. And then you better get your job done, and you better be good at it, too. That's the kind of stuff they're going to experience out there. So why wouldn't we start teaching that to them in uh, in school? I think it's a good idea. All right, let's take an early break here. Coming up on 210, when we come back, tough trivia, your chance to win, and then we'll leave all these text messages and phone calls. We'll leave this story alone for a while. Hal Anderson on CJOB. Two fourteen, almost a quarter after two here. Your chance to win now. All you got to do is get the question right. Answer our tough trivia question at 204-780-6868. And I'll give you four Red River X-Gate admissions and some Santa Lucia pizza. The X starts Friday. And I'll be there a week from Friday at the X. That's on the 22nd. Week from this coming Friday. If you're at the X, you may see me there. I'll be doing the show live from the Red River X. All right. Uh, mm, women are more likely than men to notice and be annoyed by this. Women are more likely than men to notice and be annoyed by this. What is it? 204-780-6868. Tough trivia. 204-780-6868 for Red River X-Gate admissions and Santa Lucia Pizza. Let's go to the phone. What's your answer? Hi.
2: I say that men lose weight faster than women.
0: Um, okay, listen to the question carefully. I'm gonna give you a, another shot at it here. Women are more likely than men to notice and be annoyed by this. So it's something annoying, and women notice it more and are more annoyed by it.
5: I don't know. They just flaunt it.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thanks. I tried. Hi, (laughs) CJOB. Hi there. Is it chewing loudly? I'm sorry. What is it? Chewing loudly. Oh, chewing loudly. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. You were chewing loudly. Uh, No, not chewing loudly. Sorry. Thank you. Good guess, though. Hi, CJOB.
2: Oh, hi there. I think I had the same answer. Chewing...
0: Chewing loudly, yeah. Mm, I think that's a good guess. It could very easily be the answer, but it's not in this case. Thanks for calling, though. All right. Women are more likely than men to notice and be annoyed by this. What is it? Hi.
4: Hi. Crumbs or dust on the counter?
0: Crumbs or dust on the counter. Oh, yes. I've been given hell a few times for that. No, not what we're looking for today. Hi, CJOB. Hi. Gaining weight? Gaining weight? I guess maybe that's what our first caller was getting at. It's just the way she said it. No, not uh, gaining weight. No. Hi, CJOB. Hi. Uh, is it sticky floors? Sticky floors. floors. Sticky floors. Wow, we're running down a list of things I've gotten in trouble for. No, not uh, the answer. Sorry. Hi, CJOB. Women are more likely than men to notice and be annoyed by this. What is it? Drink more. <laughs> Drink more. No, not drink more. Hi, have you got a guess? Hello? Okay, nobody there. Hi, CGLB. Hi,
4: I'm going to say, hi, is this for the contest?
0: Yeah, what's your answer?
2: Passing gas.
0: (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) Women, women Women are more likely to notice and be annoyed by... Passing gas? Yep. I can't believe that. No. Uh, you are probably absolutely correct, but not the answer we're looking for. Sorry about that. Thanks for calling, though. Hi, CGOB, have you got a guess?
4: Um, my guess is sniffling.
0: Sniffling. No. Just think, uh, something that happens around the house. Think what happens around the house that annoys you, that can really annoy you, and it, women notice it more, and they're more annoyed by it. Something that happens in the house. And it's not another, not something another human being does. All right. Is that any help at all? I hope so. Hi, CGOB. I always think it's flatulence. No, not flatulence. No, nice way of putting it. Hi, CGOB. Hi, is it hair loss? Hair loss. No, not hair loss. Thank you. Hi, CGOB. Hi, I got a guess. All right, let's hear it. Okay, leaving dirty Kleenexes lying around. Oh, yuck. No, but that's a good guess, but not the answer. Hi, CJOB. Dirty. I heard dirty something. I'm not going to ask you what the second word was, just in case. Not not the right answer. Hi, CJOB.
4: Is it the dirty floors? What is it? Dirty floors?
0: Dirty floors. Already had that. Not the correct answer, no. Hi, CJOB. Picking your nose? Not picking your nose. These are all good. But again, it's not something somebody else does. It's something in your house that's doing this. And it drives you crazy. And mostly women women and women notice it more and they're more annoyed by it. Hi. Is it uh, a ticking clock? That's what I'm getting at. Like it's it's an item, it's it's something that does something that is annoying. Not a clock, but you're on to you're on the right track now in the sense that it's something in the house mm-hmm. that you find annoying. Hi, have you got a guess? Yeah, the refrigerator make a noise. No, a couple more and then I gotta give you a, a hint that's just gonna give it away. Hi, C G O B. Hi, is empty toilet paper rolled? No, but this could happen in the washroom. Dripping faucet? Dripping faucet, yes. Phew! <laughs> finally, yes. What is your name? Mona. Mona, you have uh, won those gate passes, those gate admissions to the Red River X, for them, and you can start using those on Friday. Yeah, Red River X arrives on Friday, and there is some Santa Lucia pizza for you as well. Oh, very good. All right, going to put you on hold here. We'll get you all signed up for the prizing, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow and then Friday, I believe, we are upgrading uh, the the Red River X part of the prize uh, package to like... uh, you get to go on all the rides and like we're really hooking you up on Friday to the Red River X, all right? So, let's uh, uh I guess we can't take a break. We took a break already, so I got to keep talking here. All right, well, thanks for playing along. We'll do it again tomorrow and like I said, we're really going to set you up for the Red River X on Friday, opening day of the Red River X. Couple of uh uh people involved in uh TEDx Winnipeg today. TEDx Winnipeg is on today. Our Carolyn Klaus, well, I say our Carolyn Klaus, and she's here every Thursday. Of course, she's with Conexus Counseling, and she is uh, giving a TEDx Winnipeg talk today, and she'll be here tomorrow from 2.30 to 3. So I'm anxious to find out from her uh, how the TEDx Winnipeg experience was. Giving a TEDx Winnipeg talk today, and we had him on the show here a while ago, is uh, Sparsh Agrawal. He is a a grade 9 student. I believe he goes to Acadia, and he has... Basically, he looks at things in nature, and he figures out algorithms to help people that invest money play the markets. Here, I'll let him explain. Sparsh Agrawal. This is what he'll be giving his TEDx Winnipeg talk about today.
6: I used an algorithm inspired by ants and an algorithm inspired by your brain in order to create a uh, portfolio optimization algorithm.
0: How would you even make that connection? How would you even say, hey, ants might work with me making money on the financial markets?
6: Oh, well, that's really interesting. It actually comes down to this uh, field known as nature-inspired computing. So basically, uh, it refers to algorithms that have been inspired by nature. And what I used the ants for was uh, ants can sort through lots of objects in nature. So I believe that if I can make them sort through lots of stocks, then I could find out which stocks are similar, and diversify my portfolio that way. And it's great to
0: have a theory, but your theory actually works. Yeah. Really?
6: Yeah. um, I actually tested the entire algorithm uh, in the years of 2013 to 2016. And in the time the market went up 50%, my algorithm went up 87%. And by looking at beta levels, which are a financial tool to assess risk levels, I found that my portfolio had a much lower risk level. So... The algorithm did work.
0: Now, Dad's sitting in the corner here. He must be very proud of you. <laughs> uh, he's not by a microphone or otherwise I'd, I'd get him on. But um, tell me, please, that you put money in the markets and used your theory.
6: Well, I've simulated it, but I haven't had the actual money to invest it quite yet. But yeah, I'm probably going to do that pretty soon.
0: Yeah, and was Dad tempted at all to say, "Hey, kid, here's a thousand bucks. See what you can do."
6: Uh, yeah, and. I mean, I don't have any money, so I'm going yeah, to use his money to right. invest, but yeah. Good for you, man. That's
0: that's crazy. And so how did you get interested in this? You're you're in grade nine. Like, how, how did this all come about for you?
6: Uh, well, it's actually a few years ago. So since he young age, uh, I've kind of always been interested in the stock market. I'm not sure exactly why. It might be because it's kind of like a money-making machine, yeah. or mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's a really exciting, and you kind of own a piece of a company, so... I've always been interested in this, but the idea of using math and computer science to basically solve, uh, to uh, to create an algorithm that came uh, last year. So basically, it comes from hockey, ironically. So uh, in hockey, you may have heard about advanced stats and how they're being used to predict lots of things. Mm -hmm. So I thought if in something as random as hockey, if we can use math to predict it, then you can probably use math to predict the market. So... Last year I created my first algorithm to trade stocks and it worked. and so this year I actually focused on the ant algorithm and uh, other al- and another algorithm based on your brain to create this optimization solution. One
0: more question before I uh, start talking to Amy here. and you find that the ants are the best if uh, you tried you said you've tried other things uh, in nature. the ants so far are the best at it.
6: Uh well actually in nature uh, in the portfolio it's not just risk but also return so I use other algorithms to predict uh the returns and the ants for the risk part but uh, the ants did work uh, fairly well.
0: Sparsh Agrawal, giving a TEDx Winnipeg talk today. He, uh, I, in that piece of tape you heard there, mentioned Amy. Amy is another person giving a TEDx Winnipeg talk today. I don't have time to play a bit of that interview, but I'll play it for you before we're done here at 4 o'clock today. Amy Kran, she uh, carves these beautiful spoons, and it's interesting because her talk today uh, will be about the history of spoons, and it's really interesting stuff. The best part of my job, what I love about my job, is getting to meet and talk to all these cool people from here and around the world because it really is amazing, uh, the people and the ideas uh, and the strength that we have in our community. It's it's really a, a pleasure. It's a wonderful part of my job to get to talk to uh, people like uh, Young Sparsh right there. We're going to break, and uh, in the news, uh, we've got TFJ, Tristan Field-Jones standing by with the news. This missing man, Eduardo Balaquit. police have expanded the search. Details on that in the news here at 2.30 with TFJ. And then, as promised, a listener will join me in studio to talk about an email that she sent me at hal at cjob.com. And I think it's an important discussion. We'll have it after the news Hal Anderson on CJOB. Thank you very much, Tristan. All right. Uh, as you know, I encourage you to call while I'm on the air during the show. I also encourage you to email 24-7, hal at cjob.com. It's really easy to get a hold of me, hal, H-A-L, at cjob.com, and I get a lot of phone calls. I get a lot of text messages. I get a lot of emails. Once in a while, you get a great email, and I had one recently. And I've asked the listener to come in, and we're going to meet her in just a second. She is in the studio. But let me read the email or, or parts of it. It was quite long. Let me read uh, the relevant parts of the email here from Bonnie Sickot. Dear Hal, we seniors need your help. We're left on the back burner by the provincial and federal governments. Most of us are living alone on incomes of 800 to $900 a month. Everything's going up, but our pensions stay the same. Seniors' apartments are 1200 to $1,400 a month for a decent place. Most women stayed home to raise a family. At my age of 72, I had to get a job to make ends meet. They cut my pension because they said I made too much money. Give me a break. Government gives tax breaks. Big deal. It doesn't help with the monthly bills. It's a shame the way seniors are treated. Could you please bring this issue up to our government officials we would at least be one step closer to a better life. Please help. Sincerely, Bonnie Sickot. And Bonnie is here now. Bonnie, thanks for coming in today.
7: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you for sending the email.
7: Well, I've talked to a lot of seniors, and they all feel the same way. Like, the, you get a tax break at the end of the year. It doesn't help yeah. with the monthly bills. Right. and. The You're
0: struggling month to month, let alone waiting till the end of the year when you get that tax Pre- break. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Explain your voice, because I think that's an important part of the story too.
7: Um, four years ago, I had throat cancer surgery. They had taken out a vocal cord. Um, I was working, and I had to quit because I because of my voice. I did a job that was on
0: the phones mm-hmm.
7: and yeah, in reservations.
0: Yeah. And you were 68 at that time, eh? 67. 67.
7: And uh, I went to see if I could get some help from either disability or welfare or something to help help me out. Mm -hmm. They told me because I was over 65, there was nothing for me. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of people are in the same same boat, yeah. maybe not with this disease, mm-hmm. but other diseases. But struggling, yeah. They're struggling.
0: Yeah. And you said in your email you had to get a job to make ends meet, so what are you doing now?
7: Actually, I drive, uh, deliver car parts
0: for Excellent. A Piston
7: Ring. Wow. So I work five hours a day, Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. and I was just fortunate that, they didn't care about my voice. They hired me. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: yeah. Well, you're a pleasure. Yeah, I haven't known you very long, but you seem like a wonderful person and I, I really appreciate you. you sending the email because you know, I I don't get a lot of emails like that, but I certainly talk to a lot of seniors and they do in some way feel deserted. Is that a good word? Do you feel deserted?
7: Yes, I we we feel like we're the
0: forgotten group. Right.
7: Like, everybody comes first. The money that the government spends on not throwing it away, but it seems to go everywhere else, Mm -hmm. and the seniors are left behind. Like, we got a 0.09% raise. Yeah, What good is that? Mm
0: -hmm. A dollar. Yeah.
7: You know? It doesn't go very far with the utilities going up.
0: Well, everything's um, going up right our, our
7: pensions don't go up mm-hmm. and actually i brought a, a letter here that i don't know if you'd like to read it or not
0: you tell me what it says in the letter it, just it, boil it down for it me it
7: says that um as of july we have reduced the monthly amount of your benefits um they, because I had overpaid by a thousand dollars, so now they're cutting me back two hundred and fifty-seven dollars a month, till that's paid off.
0: And so, what does that leave you with? What are you What are you living on every month right now, Bonnie?
7: Without, without my job,
0: mm.
7: is a um, thousand and eighty-nine dollars a month. Yeah, which is what thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars a year, yeah. which is below poverty. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm not the only one that's living like that.
0: Yeah. And so, now you're 72 and you've had to go and get a job. Right. Something that I'm sure you, uh, 20 or 30 years ago, thought, I'm going to hit 65 and enjoy retirement, right?
7: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I, I live um, with my daughter, which I'm very fortunate.
0: That helps, yeah. That
7: I have um, girls that will mm-hmm. look after me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I was by myself, I did live in an apartment by myself for a while. It's $750 a month.
0: Doesn't leave much, does it? No. Yeah. And
7: seniors' blocks for a decent.
0: Yeah. Seniors' blocks, they're...
7: Anywhere between twelve, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a month.
0: I just put my mom into an assisted living right. uh, place, and I know how expensive those can be. Uh, absolutely, it's not cheap. That's for sure. No. Yeah. No. And were you a stay-at-home mom and and raising your family, I, or or did you work all through your life as well? I did stay. Well, that's at home. work. Don't I don't want to start people calling and emailing. That's no, work. No, no. Staying at home and raising a family is a, a hard job. So. I got to be careful how I say that because that's definitely work. But you know what I mean.
7: I did stay at home till the girls um, started school,
0: mm-hmm.
7: and I did work part time at what used to be Wolco. Yeah, as sure. a cashier. Mm-hmm. And but I worked the evening shift. My mm-hmm. husband worked days, so I had the girls during the day. Yeah. he looked after them at, at night. night for four hours. Yeah. Um, other than that. Yes, I, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I mm-hmm. I feel now, nowadays, a lot of women get pregnant. They've already got their name in daycare, mm-hmm. and they expect the government to look after
0: yeah.
7: their children. Well,
0: things have certainly changed. Absolutely, things have changed. And, and I think that sometimes is, uh, uh, my mom just turned 80. And she shakes her head at a lot, a lot of the stuff the way it is now. Right. And so I, I understand that. But l- let's go back to you. And what would you like to see then from government? Because you mentioned both the province uh, and Ottawa. What would you like to see? Just I, more help for seniors.
7: I would like to see you even the cost of living, mm-hmm. inflation. like People do get cost of living they get everything yeah. else seniors don't get that mm-hmm. you know it, and like I said a lot of them can't afford a lot of things like yeah. I still like to buy birthday presents Christmas presents for sure. my grandkids
0: but it's hard to do that all hard day hard to do that Yeah.
7: and I mean it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. expensive Yeah. but if you've got four or five of them
0: yeah.
7: you know it, it does get costly mm-hmm. um I would like to see the government have somebody that would advocate for seniors yeah. to be able to get a raise in the OAS. Mm-hmm. Like this, five hundred and eighty nine dollars a month hasn't been that way. Mm-hmm. You know, for it's gone up a little bit, very little. Yeah. I, in fact, when I did start working, mine was cut back. Mm-hmm. It was, I was getting a pension of six, sixty nine. They cut it back $100 yeah. a month. Hmm. So by the time you pay your rent, which is maybe, like, for a cheap rent, five $600 mm-hmm. a That's month. That's
0: difficult to find something for that, but yeah.
7: You pay your utilities. Yeah.
0: You How pay... do you eat? You, there's well, not much left for food, is there?
7: No, and this is where I I say a lot of seniors can't afford a, yeah. a good house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Healthy, 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 healthy meal. meal. Right. So they sit at home, and they're getting sick, mm-hmm. Our health care would probably go down because they're not getting sick. And if we
0: help seniors a bit more.
7: Going into the hospital mm-hmm. and what, waiting to die.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Bonnie, let me just say this. I appreciate your email. I really appreciate you coming in and sitting down with me for a few minutes because I think it's an important conversation to have. And that's, I don't know if we're going to change anything, but you coming in and telling a bit about your story, I think we, it's, you're right, it's an issue that we don't talk enough about. Right. And by you sending me that email and coming in and, and having this chat with me, I want to open up the phones now and invite others to email hal at cjob.com or call 204-780-6868 so we can talk about this. Best of luck. Really nice to meet you. Good on Piston Ring for giving you a job when you needed one.
7: Very nice to meet you as Yeah,
0: well. and all the best.
7: And I, I hope that there are some government officials listening yeah. to this and, and be able to do something for us. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you very much, Hal.
0: Bonnie Sikot, a listener who sent me an email, and I invited her in because it really is, I think, an important conversation to have. Um, You know, this is my mom. This is maybe your mom, your grandmother, right? Your your dad, your grandfather, your grandpa. Um, I think in many ways we have forgotten about the seniors. And maybe it's... uh, Listen, as I said to Bonnie, when we set this up, I don't think anything's going to change by her coming in. But maybe we start the conversation and, and get people thinking about how important these people are in our community. And we have to try and make sure we take care of them. It's important. That's a big part of what we're here to do is to take care of the people that were here before us. And uh, before I take a quick break here, I'm going to find time to talk about this. You can text or call 204 780 6868. You can weigh in by email, hal at cjob.com. But let me squeeze uh, one call in here. Craig wants to uh, talk to us here uh, quickly. Craig, yes, what did you want to say?
5: Okay, Al, my name is Craig, and I don't want any write or anything for this year, but I'd like to send you $500 to give to that lady so she can pay down that $1,000 bill she has with the government.
0: Why did you Craig, that's wonderful. And I don't think, uh, just so you understand, Bonnie wasn't looking for that. Bonnie was looking, yeah, yeah. but that's very kind of you to do that, and and I will gladly accept it from you on her behalf and make sure it gets to her. But why did you feel compelled to do that, pick up the phone and and offer $500 to a person you don't even know?
5: Because I feel sorry for the old folks because they're getting ripped off all the time. Yeah. And I just think that that woman, like, to go to work at her age and drive for five hours a day in traffic and deliver parts, that shouldn't be. Like, that's crazy. So, like, I'd like to talk to you or give you my number off the air and that, and I'll come down there tomorrow or whatever, and I'll give you money for that woman.
0: Well, you've got a good heart, Craig. I'm going to put you on hold here. We'll get it all arranged, and thank you for doing that. No problem. Appreciate it. it. I'm telling you, we got some good listeners, boy. We got first of all Bonnie, great listener, uh, reached out, and I was glad to have her on. And then you know we've got people like Craig that want to do what they can to help out. Very cool. Uh, as I said, my job, the best part of my job, is meeting cool people and getting to know them. And uh, met two very cool people. One in studio today, Bonnie, and uh, and Craig on the phone. Thank you very much. 2.45, quarter to 3. It's Hal Anderson on CJOB. All right. Well, that was uh, wonderful chatting with Bonnie. And then um, uh, I I don't think his name was Craig. I think it was Greg. I think we got the info wrong on that. But uh, his name was Greg, and he called up and offered her $500. As I said, and I'll I'll gladly take it and pass it on to Bonnie because I think she can use it. She wasn't looking for that, but very generous, Greg, of you to do that. I think she just wants a politician. She wants governments government officials, to pay more attention to seniors. And uh, listen, I think she makes a good point. You know, it does seem like a lot of money gets spent on things that maybe aren't as important as taking care of these, you know, really important people, these really important members of our society. Pete sent this text message, 204-780-6868. Hal, it's absolutely disgraceful how some of our seniors have to live. We need to find a way to increase pension the same rate as living expenses. Yeah, even you know, cost of living increase, right? Uh somebody here saying how I I didn't hear the caller after Bonnie's interview, uh what was that about? Did he offer to help? Yes, $500. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh Lawrence's uh old people our seniors paved the way for us. Uh Lawrence's huge bouquet to that guy, bless him, absolutely. Very nice gesture. Um, and then uh, some other nice things said about me for bringing Bonnie on, and I won't go into those. I don't need to read those, but I, I really appreciate Bonnie coming in and, uh, and telling her story in the hopes that it might help other people uh, in the same predicament as her. So thank you very much for all your uh, text messages, your phone calls. Greg for your, your uh, very nice gift of five hundred uh, dollars, rather uh, for Bonnie. And like I said, I'll make sure she gets that and let's let's keep this conversation going. and if you know if there are some uh, some people of power and power listening out there, let's uh, you know maybe try and uh, let's just get at this again, right uh, and uh, try and, and do more. Uh, for the bonnies of the world and uh i think that's I think that's really important that we do that. Uh we're trying to get a hold of Austin Saragusa. I'm I'm killing a bit of time here. We were going to talk to Austin Saragusa about World Cup, of course. We find out that uh uh Canada, Mexico and the US will get the World Cup in 20 uh 26 and uh Hector Vergara well known name in soccer. Here in Winnipeg was on with Jeff Courier today, talking about uh, North America getting the World Cup in 2026. Here's a bit of that uh, conversation. Hector Vergara.
5: The world knows that uh, the infrastructure in Canada, Mexico, and United States uh, can um, be of uh, great success for the World Cup. Um, they, we have we have the stadiums that are required. We uh, we have the transportation, we have the volunteers, accommodations, everything that is needed for a World Cup for this, of that magnitude, especially at that time with more teams being involved in the competition. It's, uh, it's uh, something that I think the world understands that it's, it's going to be a success uh, no matter what. And uh, uh, the World Cups previous to this in, in the CONCACAF region have been successful um, and, and been a showcase for, for football. So uh, at the end of the day, I think that... Um, people around the world understand that it uh, is the best option for, for FIFA and for, for the countries that are going to participate.
0: Alright, that's 2026, but the World Cup is actually about to get underway and uh, Hector Vergara was speaking to Jeff on CJOB from halfway around the world today.
5: For example, I had the opportunity yesterday uh, a brief time <laughs> to have a little time by myself to to walk the streets of, of uh, Moscow and and go to Red Square and, and, uh, and see all kinds of different uh, nationalities chanting on the streets already. And, and you know, uh, two days before the World Cup, the people are starting to arrive, and uh, you see your Hawaiian flags on the streets, Iranian flags on the streets, and people are singing and taking pictures. And so there's a huge atmosphere that is, uh, that is being generated now here in, in Moscow, and obviously will be across Russia. And this is the kind of experience that we'll see in North America with FanFest and everything else that takes place. Uh, alongside the World Cup. So it, it is an exciting time. And, and for Canadians, it has to be in the sense that this is the first time that Canadians have an opportunity to have a, a World Cup in in uh, in their land. Uh, sure, we only have three venues and only ten matches, but uh, I would be quick to get my tickets if I was a Canadian and uh, see how what a different environment it is when you're talking about a men's World Cup than anything else in the world.
0: Hector Vergara, World Cup. 2026, coming to Canada, not to Winnipeg, but to Canada and uh, the U.S. and Mexico. And I know uh, a story in the news uh, today, five bars in Winnipeg have been given the green light to serve alcohol early during World Cup games. So I know a lot of people will be out at the bars and some of the community clubs Checking out the games, the World Cup, pretty exciting stuff. Very cool. Too bad we're not getting a game, but it's still very cool that Canada will uh, be hosting games for the first time in the World Cup. The news at 3 is coming right up. Stand by Hal Anderson on CJOB. All right, we have uh, tracked down Austin Saragusa. We're going to talk about the soccer here. World Cup soccer. Global news reporter Austin Saragusa uh, joining us now. Austin, what language was that, by the way? Do you know offhand? Uh,
3: I couldn't tell. Could it you sounded, tell? Some Spanish or I've, Italian.
0: I've got some other ones. You want to hear some more? Yes. Because <laughs> that's my favorite part of soccer. Or, or, or. Football, I guess, is what I'm supposed to call it, right? That's my favorite part of football is when these guys call goals because they don't happen very often, right? (laughs) Okay, here's here's another one. I've tracked down a bunch here for you, just for you, Austin. Take a listen. (laughs) That's a good one. And and here's another one. Listen, like I don't know if somebody's robbing the place or somebody just scored a goal. And then one more, one more, and then we'll get serious. One more uh, soccer or football goal here. It's a long one. Wow. Ran out of air at the end. All right, so listen, I know you and I did uh, weekend mornings together here on CJOB before you went over to global television. I know you're a big soccer nut. You're a big football guy. Uh Italy is your team, obviously, with a name like Saragusa. No surprise. You're putting together a story tonight for Global News Television. What's the story going to focus on? Is it going to focus on the World Cup that begins right away or the World Cup that Canada will help host in 2026?
3: Yeah, it's going to more focus on the World Cup that's coming up tomorrow, Hal. I was fortunate enough to spend uh, a lot of time today. It sounds like a tough work day, but I spent a lot of time at Bar Italia, XQ's, Um, just talking with the Italians there and seeing how they're reacting, because really, Hal, this is the first time in over 60 years yeah. when where Italy won't be playing in the World Cup. So a lot of them are taking it pretty hard. Yeah, I'll bet, eh?
0: Um, and uh, it, this has never happened before, right? Italy has always been in the World Cup.
3: Exactly. I mean, they're one of those teams that you can sort of classify... As a staple, like you, you can put them right up there with Germany, Brazil. You know, the list goes on and on of those champions that have won so many times before. But we're also talking with uh, people who haven't, also don't have teams in that are normally in. The Netherlands are normally in, they aren't in this year. The United States also have come to fruition to be a team that normally gets in year after year, but this year they're not. And we're also looking uh, to explore other teams that the team that um, if your team's not in. You could jump on their bandwagon. So let's say, you know, there's a big German population here, a lot of Portuguese people as well, and even Iceland, Hal. I mean, there's a big Icelandic community up in Gimli, and they did really good in the Euro Cup two years ago, and it's quite possible they could do well in the World Cup uh, tomorrow as well.
0: Well, and as we just heard in the news, there are some bars, a handful of bars in Winnipeg that'll start serving booze at 7 a.m. for the World Cup, because uh, with the game's uh, happening in, in Russia, that uh, that's when we got to watch the games. And so these bars will be happy to serve up. I guess they'll be serving up, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, some screwdrivers, right? Little orange juice to go with your vodka at, at that time of the day. But uh, obviously there's money to be made, and people will be up at that time of day watching these games.
3: That's pretty cool too. I mean, I'm going to be up as early as I can to catch all these games. Like you said, I'm a huge soccer nut. Yeah. I actually don't work until uh, I think 2:30 tomorrow afternoon, so I'll definitely be up. Not at the bar. No, absolutely. But Hope I'll not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, but I'll be up watching as many games as I can. It, it, it like it only happens once every four years, man. So it's yeah. a, it's a big deal for all of us soccer fans. And even if Italy's not in the World Cup or the Dutch or the United States, it's still such a fantastic sports. Spectacle to watch.
0: So uh, whose bandwagon should I jump on then, uh, Saragossa? Who are you going to be cheering for with the Italians not in the World Cup? Well, I'm a purist. I'm
3: not actually going to be technically cheering. Ah, so if
0: if your uh, country's not there, (laughs) you can't cheer. Well, it's not that you can't cheer. I mean, you can cheer
3: for another country if you want to. I'm not the (laughs) the soccer police telling you who you can't can't cheer for. Yes, right.
0: But but you're a purist, so you're just going to watch. You love the game, and you're not really going to get too involved. Absolutely. But if Hal, I was to give you a team to cheer for,
3: if you're a a betting man and you're trying to put some bets down here, uh, I think Brazil or Germany would be your best bet. Spain was in the top for a while, but they just fired their coach as of this morning, so they're in a little bit of a predicament. But yeah, Brazil or Germany would be the two I would be cheering for Mm -hmm. if I was cheering for another team.
0: Okay, man, and we will watch for your piece tonight on Global News Television at 6 o'clock. Thanks, Austin. Sounds good, Hal. Always good to talk to you, man. Austin Saragusa, who are you cheering for with the World Cup beginning tomorrow? 204-780-6868. Hal at CJOB.com. 312. let's take a break. We'll check traffic, see how the drive home is going. It's Hal Anderson on CJOB. Well, a pretty bold statement from Donald Trump today. President Trump says, North Korea is no longer a nuclear threat. There we go, wiping his hands on the whole thing. He went over, had a meeting, signed a couple of pieces of paper, and we're good. Now, as I said yesterday, I'm willing to give it a chance. Let's see where it goes, but uh, I don't know. He's He makes these bold statements pretty early on in the process, if you ask me. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yesterday, I played a bit of Dennis Rodman, who was all upset that people didn't listen to him five years ago. Barack Obama didn't listen to him five years ago when he tried to tell the president then that Kim Jong-un was ready to lay down his nuclear weapons. Dennis Rodman from the show yesterday. But I took those bullets. I took all that. I took everything. Everyone came at me, and I'm still standing. And today is a great day for everybody. Singapore, Tokyo, China, everything. It's a great day. Dennis Rodman, all... Weepy and tearing up talking about how nobody listened to him and now Trump has listened to him and there's a deal. I've got a few signs that Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. If you didn't uh, realize that Dennis Rodman was losing his mind before now, new signs that Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. Are you ready for this? Um, This is a real telltale sign that Rodman is losing his mind. Gary Busey has just organized an intervention. Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. Uh, another sign, Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. He loved the hand solo movie. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, he's the only one that loved it. Uh, another sign, Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. He's all in on Bitcoin. Yeah, a little late to the party there, Dennis. Can't believe that. I, I I loved watching it go up, but now it's coming. I don't know. It's probably changed since yesterday when I heard it was worth half as much as what it was. I don't even know. Uh, another sign, Dennis Rodman is losing his mind here. Suddenly, he gets everything Randy Quaid has been saying. A sign that Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. One more here, or two maybe. Maybe three. He's running a cheap roadside motel dressed as his own mother. Dennis Rodman is losing, is losing his mind. This is This might be the biggest sign that Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. Kanye West is worried about him. And one more. A sign Dennis Rodman is losing his mind. He has started piercing his face with fishing lures. Always a sign that you're losing your mind. So there you go. I just jotted those down, thinking about Dennis Rodman today. Nobody listened to him. Nobody! But I took those bullets. I took all that. I took everything. Everyone came at me. Yes, you did, Dennis. Yep, absolutely. Um, A couple things I want to talk about here. I think we've got uh, just enough time to... uh, do the birthdays quickly, so let's do that here. Remember Bob from Sesame Street, Bob McGrath? Bob McGrath is 86 years old today. Siegfried from Siegfried and Roy is 79 today. Malcolm McDowell, great actor, 75. Richard Thomas, he played John Boy on the Waltons. He is 67. To, John Boy is 67. Wow, you know you're you know you're old when. Tim Allen, 65 today, a senior citizen. Allie Sheedy, oh, man, I loved her in Breakfast Club and St. Elmo's Fire. She is 56. Hannah Storm, the sports journalist, 56. Steve-O from Jackass, 44. Chris Evans, Captain America, 37. Kat Dennings, finally somebody got smart and canceled two broke girls. She's 32 today. Mary Kate and Ashley Olson are having a birthday today. They are 32. And Rivers Cuomo from Weezer is 48 years old today. Little Weezer, as we head to a break, forecast details coming up. Sports and news on the way as well. Hal Anderson Afternoons on CJOB.
6: i